Hello and welcome to episode two of the Formula Friends podcast. I'm here with me, Sarah. <laughs> Joyce. And with Denisa. Welcome. Welcome back. It's Monday after the Grand Prix. And I'm tired. How was your flight? I just flew back from Vienna, where I watched the Grand Prix with Denisa because we're heavily codependent and we yeah. don't like to watch F1 on our own. You know, Joyce, this was your opportunity, not to say you're heavily codependent, but more that you're a jet setter. I'm also a jet setter. It's, it's both. <laughs> It be true at the same time, Sarah. No, no, it's a very functioning relationship. <laughs> we need each other. I mean, I was also train setting. <laughs> I have no clue. I was I was skiing <laughs> with my family. So otherwise, of course, I would have joined. Let's talk about Saudi Arabia then. Yes, or for at least for a little bit. Did you like to race? Well, no, I don't know who did. Max fans, Checo fans, even I've, more. No, they liked the result, but I don't think anybody liked the race. I had so high hopes for Saudi Arabia. Yeah. I even said it's gonna be two red flags. Where were the red flags? There were none. <laughs> no red flags. <laughs> I miss red flags. There are always looking for red flags. <laughs> not even in, <laughs> not even in qualifying. Not right? a guys though. I like red flags both on and off track. <laughs> <laughs> But that's an issue for another day. That's an issue for therapy. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, that's an issue not for a podcast, but for therapy. Yeah, but no, that the thing is, like, there were so many instances, like, so many, like, a few instances where I was like, oh, those cars are very, very close. And I very, I, obviously, I don't hope that they're going to crash or, like, touch, but, like, like little touch. Little yeah, like a little bit of drama. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But a little bit yeah. Every, yeah, everybody was so driving and racing so clean. Yeah. I'm impressed with them. Yeah. I mean, props to them for skills, but... Yeah, the only thing that brought some chaos was the safety car, which wasn't even really supposed to be there. Yeah. That was so unnecessary. I don't know, Sarah. I mean, you watched I mean, you watched the English version, right? Yeah, and let me tell you. Let me tell you. So okay. I don't have Sky UK or whatever. I'm in the Netherlands right now. So we found the most dodgy stream there was. And we had to refresh the, the the website every ten minutes because we got thrown out. Oh no! So at one point, at one point, I was like, "Oh, let me. You know what? Next time this happens, I'm gonna put on the German one." So we won the German one. Hated the German one. Yeah, it was so bad. <laughs> hated again. It. it was so bad because, like, I I watched with my Dutch boyfriend, and the minute he he heard the German commentators there, she was like, "No, no, no, that's not gonna happen." So I ended up, and I don't. I, for the ref for reference, I do not speak a word Dutch. I have no clue what they're talking. I can guess, yes, because it's basically German and English in one with a little gibberish. But for the last for the last twenty minutes, I watched the race in Dutch. But I feel like that's a bit unfair because wouldn't he be able to understand German better than you are able to understand yeah. Dutch? Yes, yes, you would think he's the exception. No, but I don't know. Did, did you watch the English uh, the English version when there was a safety car issue, or did you watch did you watch the German one then? Do you remember? I do not remember to be honest. Because actually, um, when everybody was confused why an actual safety car was coming out, because uh, Lance had parked his car in a very nice position to get transported off, so there was not really a need for an actual safety car in that sense. 
Ralph, apparently, because he's so resourceful, uh, received a WhatsApp during the feed and he said, according to his source, whoever that may be, the reason why the safety car came out was because the FIA couldn't locate where the car was. I also read that the GPS was faulty and that it showed that he was that Lance was actually on track. And I also read that it's generally an issue with the street circuits because there's so many because more distractions like, yeah. away. But so it wasn't a fall uh, from the FIA or from like the car, like the GPS on the car. Or? Yeah, that's the thing. Like you have the, the faulty GPS is one thing, but you still have like a thousand cameras uh, on the cars at all times, so you could see that. No, but sure, sure, but like this is like a, a probably very very fast decision, and if you think um, it's if you think it's gonna be on track. And I think they would have, for them, it would have also been between, okay, do you red flag this because you have no idea where the car is or uh, or do you just send out the safety car? And I mean, in the end of the day, it's the better version than him actually being on track and the safety car not being deployed. Obviously. So. Also, <laughs> also another thing, one of my other favorites, even when Ferrari's strategy has nothing to do, they still manage to mess up. And at this point, it's, it's comical to even say it. It will be one of my favorites for all time, the radio message between Charles and his strategist. Xavi. Yeah, Xavi. Xavi, <laughs> you need on. to be paying attention. Because how did this happen? No, when he's and, I mean, when you look at the, the way that Charles communicates, you know that any normal person would say this, but in Charles's case, you know that this means he's really mad. Like, if he says, come on, that's like his way of swearing, so... Yeah. Ouch. <laughs> that hurts. <laughs> Let's move on to some other team tensions. Lewis and George. So, what? even when I was watching the race, I mean, I was asking myself at some point when Lewis was on the mediums and George was on the hearts in front of him, if they were going to tell George to let Lewis through because he was in the DRS for like a long time. And yeah. at that point, it was like, okay, either he goes past or the medium tire will wear off from driving behind George in dirty air. We didn't hear anything from Lewis on this during the race, but I do think there must have been one or two or three radio messages being like, tell George to let me through now. I'm on the better tire. And either they didn't tell him or George just didn't want to. And then obviously after the race, Lewis pointed out that while it was nice for the team, the third place trophy that was taken away later in a later turn of events was nice for the team but not for him because it has nothing to do with him and I remember vividly Brazil last year when he was like oh he's so happy for the team and for George for his first win and uh, now he seemed a bit more distanced yeah I feel like I mean I, I also thought already after Bahrain because he pointed out multiple times now that the team isn't listening to him after testing and then after Bahrain that he told the team what feels wrong with the car and what the problem is and what needs to be fixed and that it feels like they're not listening to him and are working on other stuff than what he's telling them to do so I think he's generally just frustrated with the team and that also then wears off on his relationship with George uh, like about that I don't know um, how you like 
what do you think about this? But for example, last year in the season, there were so many instances where they were talking about tires and like which tire strategy they should follow. And sometimes I had a feeling that Lewis would be like, oh, I feel like we should stay in this tire. But the team often did not listen. I don't know if you remember this. Yes, but, but I must say to that, Lewis says that all the time and they overrule him a lot of the time. And most of the time, the team is right and not Lewis is right. You have to remember that first. Second, he's also a driver who doesn't like normally to be asked which tire to take. He has said himself he prefers to be told. Obviously, there's some th sometimes there where there, where he will say, oh yeah, I can go further on this tire. Mm -hmm. But also a lot of the times last year, I think, why they didn't listen to him was a lot of the times last year, Lewis was behind George. So he was the second car after qualifying. Mm -hmm. So obviously his strategy would be like the experimental one and George's yeah. would be the safe one. And obviously he didn't like this. So his opinion went against the teams and then they wouldn't listen to him, obviously, because he wasn't the first car. But uh, I think with the cars, it's different because last year, obviously, was a mistake. Nobody could have known that. So I think, or like if I was in his positions, I wouldn't care about last year at all. I would care that I said, we shouldn't do this. They didn't listen. And now the car is shit again. And now they have to reverse everything. So this would be uh, this would be what I was be focused on, and not the numbers of like what happened last year. The next teammate tension. So let's go on to Red Bull and their drama. Yes, or not yet any drama, potential drama. I'm I'm drama. I'm sniffing. I'm sniffing some potential drama. There's some potential drama in the air. Joyce spent the weekend with the dog, and now she's sniffing around. I feel I, I'm not sure that is a, there's a correlation, but we'll we'll take but it. Joyce, like yes. elaborate. How come? How come? So how come, Joyce? <laughs> I mean, there were some funny funny radio messages going on <laughs> where Checo was. Let's be. If I was second driver at Red Bull, I wouldn't trust my mechanics or my engineer strategist whoever is telling me not to drive fast if max is second behind me i wouldn't trust them i would be pushing 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 everything out that i had to make sure max, max doesn't catch up to me and they were telling him to drive slower and, and yeah he rightfully questioned whether max was also told to go slower oh, true i really like the silence of them telling them oh go uh, 0.6 plus four and then deadbeat silence What about Max? <laughs> um, okay, so how fast is Max going? <laughs> also, then when Max was asking about the fastest lap and the engineer was like, yeah, Max, we're not concerned with that at the moment. It was like, yeah, but I am. <laughs> I'm concerned. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I'm concerned with that. Honestly, not gonna lie, this is the mentality that gets him the wins. I like, fair enough. I would do the same if I was Max. This does not like yeah. Brazil 2022. It's like, obviously I would do the same, but if I was Checo, I would also do the same. But I'm just, I'm just feeling that the Red Bull team has cut their work out with the two of them. Because of Checo, because Checo now also got his first win quite early. And so they're almost even on points, right? Max is just, yeah, Max, Max is one just point one point ahead. <laughs> But then they're obviously so close in the beginning. So Checo is thinking, okay, obviously S. Martin is behind. Everybody is behind. So I just have to beat Max. He's getting confidence and I'm happy for him about that. I'm just not sure... I'm sorry, it sounds no, so but bad. Like, it sounds so but bad. let's be real. Everybody knows. This is Max from Stephen we're talking no, 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 about. No, no, no. Of, of course, of course. But it's also like he's getting the confidence. He still thinks there's room. There's It's still open to fight. <laughs> it's not... Also, I swear to God, it's not even it's not even just that Max is obviously 
in my opinion, more talented than him. There's a lot of stuff that can happen in an F1 race, and then very quickly, the numbers are very different. But the fact is, I'm mm -hmm. just pretty sure Red Bull will cut down cables and turn off the engine themselves for Checo if he's getting too close to Max. They will self-sabotage if that happens. I see Christian Horner pointing some infringement out to the FIA in Checo's case just for like a little five-second penalty. Signed with Toto. <laughs> Signed Toto. Checo has been saying the car is fucked. <laughs> Did you see that? Lap four? I, mean, <laughs> I would, I don't know, but I would go check if there's enough fuel in the car. That starting position just seems oddly <laughs> off. Did you see Oops. that? Is that a new part on the car that's not in the regulations? <laughs> oh. We can trace it back. It's nothing to do with Max. No, I mean, it's it's obviously, uh, I mean, it could be seen as a very sad situation, but if you're a realist, Checo has to accept the position he's in. I mean, now he doesn't have to, and that's the thing. Now he doesn't have, now he's not second driver because they're almost even on points. This is not a situation where he should accept it. I'm just saying, like, I think that Max is better than him and I don't think there's much hope no. for him. But I do think that he wouldn't be an F1 driver if he thought that he was worse than Max. At this point, he's absolutely, in my opinion, absolutely justified to do everything that he can for for winning. I would love to see, like, Checo unhinged. I don't think he will do it unless uh, he feels unfairly treated by Red Bull, which might happen very soon. Yeah, but funny thing, I mean, I always thought I was a sore loser, right? Yeah, I'm not... Yeah, but Jus Verstappen is taking it to another level. Because that man, when Checo was there just celebrating, just accepted. Say, oh yeah, congrats. You didn't have to stand there like you've been paralyzed. Have you seen the TikTok of the uh, that video captioned Jos thinking which gas station he should leave Max at? Yeah, next? I saw that one. <laughs> no. <laughs> And I was like... I also It saw won't. another video, which I thought, I mean, very true, where it was like Lewis' dad congratulating, yes. um, yeah. congratulating Max's dad after Abu Dhabi 2021, and then obviously Checo's dad, super happy that Max won the Mexican Grand Prix and hugging him, yeah. and then there's and then yours. Doing nothing. I mean, he, he could have just like stepped away. Max where's, where's Kelly when you need her no but then also in the cool down room the scene I thought was so funny when they were in the cool down room and Checo came in and he asked Max oh so you did get the fastest lap and Max was like yeah and Checo was like huh so what did yeah. they tell you I think he was also only informed in the pre like uh, the post-race interview right That's yeah he, and he, yeah he didn't know he didn't know his look when he, they told him was so funny no and then also mm. when he asked Max so <laughs> You were like you were allowed to do that. Max was just like, yeah, I just did it, and he was like, oh, how fast, did, huh. how fast do you go? It was like the tension, and Alonso was just like there. I'm, I'm just not gonna, I'm not gonna get involved. Alonso in was chilling, yeah. I think he, he's having a great time. That man, yeah. There might actually be a potential for the season to become funny just because Max and. Chaco will fight each other. I'm seeing 2016. That's why I'm hoping for Chaco to go like unhinged because then it, we then we might get some actual entertainment. But I'm not sure he has it in him. But I do think the gap, talent-wise, 
skills wise between Max and Checo is way bigger than it was between uh, Nico Rosberg and Lewis Hamilton. This is the main issue here, really. Because I think if Max doesn't have a problem, Checo will not be able to compete. Max is so far off in qualifying. I mean, this brings us up to uh, to the very important conversation or like very controversial topic of team orders. Because at some point, and I think with Red Bull, earlier than later, we will have team orders telling Checo whenever he's ahead to let Max through. The, the, the thing is like with F1, it's like a, a sport designed for teams, but also like for individuals. And that makes it yeah, hard. Yeah, you I always think. have to strike a but balance then between again, the like, two. Yes, and then there's the question, okay, what is what is higher in the ranking? And you would say, oh, it's the team. But obviously for the drivers itself, it's not. It's them because they think them first, which makes sense. It's natural, I think. Um, but then again, I would say if the team thinks, oh, they're going to be better with what, with the with one of the drivers, they're going to be they're going to point uh, score more points. Then obviously the team order should be followed. In the Red Bull situation, I don't think we're going to see that many team orders if everything goes well, because right now it looks as if they're in very comfortable position to get the one, two in the drivers' championships and the contractors' I mean, true, championships. No, but I'm so sure they will want. Max wins. I th- I'm I do think there will be team orders because yeah, I, yeah, in the sense that they that if everything goes well, Max will be better in qualifying and therefore al- already be better set. No, in the no, race because- yeah, no, sure. But then it's obviously you also have strategy and pit stops and everything. Yeah. So it's not only uh it's not only qualifying that you have in that sense. So just one slow pit stop for Max and things could be different. For example, there can also be like team orders whenever like for example Max is first and Checo is somewhere behind but they can still pull strategies with Checo pitting I don't know in a certain co- yeah. circumstances or whatever they, this can also be the case so it's not just about being one or two and like switching places I mean I honestly think that it's better to allow team orders than it is not because first of all you said yeah. it is a team sport and we should keep it uh, keep reminding people of that because i think a lot of the yeah. fans often forget that this is a team sport in a way it is both so of course it is easy to mix those up first of all it is natural because it's so driver centered but also the way it's built it is natural that team orders are think and that they're going to happen and just like you were saying like if you forbid them they're just going to be a little less obvious, but it's they yeah. will always be made. There's no way to enforce this, and this is the reason why yeah. it makes more sense to allow them in the first place than uh, not, because it's just easier to do it like this. Yeah. So, because then again, like if you were to forbid them, why even have teams? Yeah, doesn't yeah. make sense. Yeah, no, I agree. Also, I think it does make it a bit spicy. But for example, what I say is like in general, team strategies or team or giving team orders. They not only do they bring drama, like obviously, yes, they do, but also like they open up so much more opportunities to do like to test out strategies on track, for example, giving a toe or something like that would not yep. be like yeah, a thing, true. I think, otherwise. So it makes it much more interesting. And also, obviously, when two cars from the same team are behind one another, it's not automatically a team order situation. Like it yeah. only comes it yeah. exactly like you saw the McLarens yesterday. They were battling because they had also nothing to gain and nothing to lose. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But you do team orders when you have strategic thoughts about the points. No, but and what so, you yeah. cannot forget, what which I think is which is also very good with team orders. There's nothing to make 
the drivers listen to team orders. We've seen this. So you can have them. So mm -hmm. I think it's actually great to have them. But then you see in so many instances where they were just thrown out of the window because the individual driver just didn't want to listen to them. Um, a different uh, out-of-context question now that we've discussed all of this. A new development in uh, your life, Sarah. You are an at-heart Mercedes girly, right? And now you've decided to get yourself a Dutch boyfriend. How does this reconcile? I'm like, usually I don't like to force something onto someone. I will force my Mercedes merch on that boy. <laughs> and I did. He did. Okay. This is great. We love it. No, but, uh, but the thing is like, so obviously he's like Dutch and shit and like he supports Max because there's not no one else to there's support. Nick? Right? Every, there's, I think there's get, no, could get behind Nick. <laughs> I have a feeling there's no Dutch person who's like, oh, don't, I don't support Max. I've never met anyone. Actually, my friend. They'll be like, I watch F1 because of Max. Whatever. But yesterday, there, went, there was um, this thing we had where he said, oh, I like Alonso. <laughs> And I was like, oh, oh. Please, do you want to go back what? to Max? <laughs> oh, honey. And I was like, let me, yeah. let me tell you a few funny stories. So, uh, yeah, I had to argue why we do not, we <laughs> as a couple do not like him. <laughs> so you weren't considering the relationship when he was a Max fan, but that was the point where you were like, no. That, that's the line yeah this this is where we have to <laughs> but it, 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 i think it's a good compromise that you let him be a low-key max fan is, is it then better if you support the same ones or is it better to have like this fun tension is it a fun tension it's a fun tension yeah. also sorry to update you because uh, obviously like, over the weekend choice and i were in vienna together and we were talking to some people about f1 but everyone was like because here in vienna Obviously, everyone is obsessed with Toto. And we're like, oh, wow. And all of this Toto appreciation and all of this Mercedes appreciation, like, we like that. We like this place. It was really Whenever nice. Whenever Toto is on the screen, I get a side eye. What? <laughs> no, 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 no. I, we can live with the Max fandom of your boyfriend. However, if he you know what I have to say? too close the, the to Christian Horner, like, then you have to reconsider, yeah, no, 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 I, no, I was about to say... Max, yes. Checo, I guess, yes. Mad Bull, no. Okay, that's... He, yeah. he mentioned Red Bull. He's not a fan of Red Bull. He's a fan of okay, Max. Okay. Which I can appreciate. That is a very important like distinction. It. We yeah. can live with that, I think. Yes. Yeah, I guess. And yeah, it is, it's sometimes kind of funny to argue about stupid stuff. <laughs> yeah. But the thing is, like, right now, I don't have, like, the good of a position to argue in favor of Lewis because he's nowhere near <laughs> but maybe if it was 2021 but yeah so right now it's just crying a Mercedes merch yeah I mean but your yeah. your but your relationship but does stand a very good chance now see the positives <laughs> <laughs> okay so that was Sarah's love life and how it correlates with F1 yes I mean, fair enough. No, honestly, honestly, I always think enemies to All lovers, great story. But if I think for myself, I don't know if I could like live with a hardcore Max fan. Not because I don't understand be that he is a Max fan. I would just be so pissed. I couldn't sit there after the, after the race having Max win. And then I'll have to sit with this other person who's obviously happy that this <laughs> happened. The smug I would, I would, oh, If he was gloating, or oh, I would be so mad. This would Oh, <laughs> no. If he'd be like a smug... No, but the thing is, I would gloat if Lewis won over Max. So, <laughs> see, see the problem here? But you know what, Joyce? 
This is different. This is different. <laughs> is it? Alrighty. All right. Ladies and gents. No, just ladies. Sorry. See you in Australia. I'm gonna see you Where tomorrow, I guess. Melbourne? But uh yeah. or like hear you tomorrow. Uh, yeah. But everybody else. <laughs> <I'm>, yes. <laughs> Australia it is. Until Australia. Until Australia. Oh, I think Daniel's gonna be No. There. I mean he's in Australia right now. Is so. he? Yes. Yeah. Oh With well that means yes. Is the wine business in Australia? Wine. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's in Australia uh, picking wine. Well, then maybe. Pretty sure. Because he has to do his uh, maybe third driver like marketing, marketing at some point in the season. So maybe he will be there. Yeah, I also thought that the third drivers would be like there. No, but I, I, I like we ta- I talked about this with Denisa yesterday. And the reason why we think this is only because Mick follows Toto around like a puppy dog. So every, which is... Yeah, Mick is yeah. the new Nick. Mick is the new Nick, yeah. you're correct. And we see him all the time, but all the other third drivers, they're off doing... They're also nowhere yeah, to be seen. Yeah, they're also nowhere to be seen. I just do not look forward to waking up at like 6.45, crying in Mercedes merch. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. then... Bye! Bye. Bye.